Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thanks, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with an employer from the Houston area who has two really interesting short-term job opportunities this winter. One involves working at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, and the other working at the NCAA Final Four basketball playoff games. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50-plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping now to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started. So for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Megan Hippolyte is a human resources manager at Airmark. She's looking to hire 15 work campers for two big events in Houston this winter. The Houston Livestock Show starts February 28th and continues to March 19th. The NCAA Final Four takes place April 1 to April 3, where campers are needed at one or both of the events. People will be working at a convention center, stadium, and arena, often selling food and beverages. They may be involved in preparing food, working as runners who deliver food, or serving in supervisory capacities. During the Final Four, work campers will also be involved in transitioning spaces to go from serving rodeo crowds to serving basketball fans. When the games are underway, some work campers will be involved in catering, while others will work in traditional concession operations. People do not need to work at both events, but that is certainly an option. The job pays between $15 and $18 per hour, depending upon the position. Each work camper also receives a $100 weekly stipend to help cover the costs associated with their RV site. At the rodeo, work campers are often putting in 12-hour shifts, but they will have access to the grounds to check out the various activities taking place during their breaks. During the final four, work will be centered around the games, but may include pre-game and post-game activities as well. Most of the work will require standing or walking, so Megan highly recommends people wear comfortable shoes. While the final four games will shift to new venues every year, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is an annual event, so work campers can return year after year to work that if they wish. To tell us more about the events and the type of jobs work campers are needed to perform, please welcome Megan Hippolyte, a human resources manager with Airmark, to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Megan. I really appreciate the time. I understand you're from Houston. What's it like to live in Houston? As everyone knows, it's hot, it's humid, it's a lot of traffic, <laughs> but it's great. It's a great experience. But you're looking for some work campers, which is what Airmark does all over the country, working in stadiums. I know they're here in the Phoenix area for spring training, but you guys have a very two very unique events coming up. 
for which you're looking to hire work campers. Tell us about those. Yes, and coming up for 2023, we have some major events. So first we have the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. This is one of the world's largest livestock show and rodeos. And then in Houston, we are also hosting the NCAA Final Four. So we're looking for work campers to go ahead and join in that experience for rodeo and then to experience NCAA. When do these events take place? So the Houston Rodeo will start on the 21-day event. So it starts on February 28th and will end March 19th. And then Final Four will start will be April 1st and April 3rd. But with Houston hosting it, it's going to be a lot of just events that will be happening right before final the actual games of Final Four. So it'll be a lot of busyness around the stadium. Very good. And so the people will be needed to work in the stadium for those events as well, the auxiliary events? So essentially, the work campers are actually work anywhere on the grounds. For NIG Park, we are a large space. So we have a convention center, we have an arena, and then we also have the stadium. So the work campers would be utilized in those locations. Okay. Tell us about a Airmark and what it is involved in the kinds of things that it does. I know people have probably heard the word Airmark, but might not be familiar with the company. So Airmark is definitely a large corporation. We have over 270,000 associates operating in 19 countries worldwide. Airmark is sports and entertainment. It's hospitals. It's workplaces. It's convention centers. It's K-12, it's colleges and universities. So we're a very widespread company and we want to put our name out to just give awareness to everyone that we're not just sports and entertainment or uniform services that some people are familiar with. We're a lot bigger than that. That's right. I I grew up thinking that Aramark was just the folks who came and picked up the uniforms at the businesses and brought in fresh, clean ones, but you guys go way beyond that to do these events. And that's what the work campers are hired for. So what kinds of things will they be doing at the livestock show and for the final four and those events around those? So they, we have so many open positions for work campers. A lot of it will be more so food and beverage based. So it could be a food runner where it's helping either deliver product or prepare food. It could also be a food supervisor who is in charge of a location to make sure the front of the house staff and the back of the house staff work very efficiently. For Final Four, they could also go into catering servers where they're set to set up and set up, serve, and break down a location. Or they could also go into the culinary side of things where they're helping prepare items for either our concession stands or our premium locations. Now, a lot of people have probably been to a stadium at some point in their life and they've gone into the concessions counters. Is Are those the people who work for Airmark? So I will say majority of the concession locations or just staff in general, yes, sir, that is. But one thing that a lot of people don't know that Airmark helps with is going to be helping nonprofit organizations around, around our city. So a lot of our concession stand locations have nonprofit organizations who are trying to raise money to provide for their organization. Okay, very good. So when you're hiring people, you are hiring them to do the food and beverage or help with the work as supervisor or even help with catering, which might mean that they'd go into the skybox. I won't say the skyboxes, but some really nice premium areas. 
Okay. <laughs> Very good. And how long have you folks been utilizing work campers for your operation? So we've been utilizing work campers for about a while now. I will say I'm about a year new, year with Earmark. So this is my second official year with utilizing work campers, but I know we've used utilized them in previous years prior to the pandemic as well. Now, when you, these are part-time positions, correct? So they're only a couple of hours a day during the events it's themselves? So with this one, so it is considered a part-time position, but because radio is so long, work campers have the opportunity to go ahead and get full-time hours because it's only, because this position would be more of a seasonal position. So it's only about four weeks or so to get in and get out. So we do try to give as many hours as possible because this event only comes around once a year. Will people be expected to work both events? People will not be expected to work both events if they're like, okay, I can do rodeo, but I already have another gig signed up after that. Then I'll be like, okay, that'd be great. But if they're interested in working both events, then I welcome them. <laughs> when You'd mentioned that the rodeo takes place from February 28th to March 19th. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And then the final four games themselves are the 1st and 3rd of April. But you mentioned that there were some events taking place before that. So when would work campers need to be working for you at the final four? For final four, it'll be my first final four. We're going to say there might be some breakdowns and setup. So they would have so we would break down rodeo and then start setting up for final four. So they would still be able to work in between before the actual game starts. Okay, very good. So somebody could come in and start working around the end of February and continue till the very early part of April. Yes, that is correct. Now, these are paid positions? These are paid positions. There will be an hourly wage attached to these positions. It's roughly about 15 to $18, just depending on the position. And then for our work campers, we also pay out a stipend per work camper for help cover the housing at the campsites. Can you say what that is? So it's a hundred dollars stipend per work camper per week. And then also for earmark on the sports and entertainment side, we get paid weekly. So that's a so it'll be paid out weekly as well. That's convenient. So a hundred dollars a week stipend per work camper. Yes, sir. So if there are two work campers working in the same RV, they both get the stipend. Yes, sir, that is what a deal for them. The couples need to start applying. Are there any other perks that you folks offer? With the perks, I will say one of the greatest perks is the experience because you get to see so much in so little time. And it's exciting because I've noticed like some of the work campers that I've been speaking to, they've never been to Houston. They're like, Man, I don't know what the rodeo is. I've heard about it. I want to try it out. And the experience is definitely going to be one of the biggest perks to be able to see how things, how everything is set up to the breakdown process. Do they get tickets to go into the rodeo? Well, they don't necessarily get tickets, but they there are there's some free time where, because they are working 12-hour shifts, so you do get a break where you have that chance to go ahead and walk around the grounds and just see everything that is happening. When you had mentioned 12-hour shifts, does that mean that most people will be working or standing on their feet for 12 hours? So they can be standing on their feet or working for 12 hours. 
there will be, I definitely tell people have comfortable shoes. There can be a lot of walking on the grounds as well. But again, like I said, there are break periods. There are some down times as well where they're not always standing, but at least eight hours out that day, you're for sure standing. That's good to know, just so that people can determine whether they have the stamina to do that. That is definitely true. What kind of traits or qualifications are you looking for in a work camper? So for the work campers, we're really looking for work campers that are that have a great attitude, that have great customer service, can take direction, can also just essentially have fun. Because with our company and the food and beverage side, things change at the drop of a dime. So being able to adapt and be flexible is going to be very important as well. They need any special skills or training? No special skills or training. We will give them all of the training that they will go ahead and need. Myself, I will be with them. I will be their main contact. I'll make sure if they have any questions, concerns, I'm always going to be available. I will be working a full 30 days straight. So I'm always available for rodeo. How many work campers are you expected to hire for these events? So right now I have about 12 or so. My golden number is 15 just because I'm going into year two. But I will say definitely the more the merrier. I can definitely utilize them. And as I said, we have so many open positions and available positions that there's some positions out there for them. What's involved in the the hiring process? With the hiring process, so we put out the post and we have work campers that are either reach out to me or they apply online directly. And I would reach out to them have a conversation, go over what the event is, the position that they're interested in, and just get to know them. And once I do that, we will agree to go ahead and hire them and move forward. I will send them out an offer letter. Once they complete all of the onboarding process, then they'll do orientation with me once they get down to Houston. And then either, depending on the the day or time frame that they come, they can either start work or they'll start work maybe within the next week or so. What can a work camper do to really stand out among the applicants? To really just have a great attitude and just be fun and just really kind of wanting to embrace what we have going on. Fair enough. Now, you'd mentioned that there are things for people to do in Houston. So if they came in a couple of weeks early or stuck around for a little while, what kinds of things could they do in that area that would be fun and exciting? And we said, so we're so, I feel like we're so close to everything, kind of. So we have, so we're close to Galveston, which is about 45 minutes away. We have Discovery Green in the middle of Houston. During March, we'll be in basketball season, baseball season, will be starting up as well. So they could definitely attend some sporting events. We have some great museums. We also have the NASA Space Center that's about 30 minutes down from Houston. And then I think Houston is starting to grow with the food scene as well. We're starting to get, we're starting to have a lot of diversity with food. So if someone is a big foodie, I would definitely tell them to come down to Houston. <laughs> That's fun. Get some traditional Texas barbecue, right? Yes, sir. What's one thing you wish all work campers knew before they came to work for you? The one thing I wish they would know they knew is just with the food and beverage business, things change all the time. So just be prepared to adapt to the different changes throughout the day. And then also what I would suggest is just be prepared to have fun and just embrace what we have going on. What kinds of things can change in food service just to give people an idea of what the job might entail? 
sometimes it's the time. So sometimes the our client will say, oh, hey, we're going to open doors at nine, but then they switch it to 10 and don't say anything. <laughs> or sometimes we'll open a location, but then we decide not to open that location due to attendance or anything that has just changed with how, what time the doors are going to open. But those are just some of the small things that change. Timing is definitely a changing factor in a lot of our operations. Once people start working in one of the positions that you had mentioned before, food and beverage, food supervisor, catering, or preparing food, are they cross-trained into the other positions so that they have some flexibility in the job, or are they pretty much stuck doing that particular thing all the time? They can be cross-trained. Sometimes if they're here a little bit longer, they can be cross-trained into the other positions as well. So it's just like if they were interested in more hours, or they just wanted to learn and think that, hey, Megan, I really want to learn catering. I'm like, okay, let's have a conversation with that management team. Say, hey, I have this staff member who wants to learn catering. Do you have anything available? But cross training is definitely available for the staff. I know that the final four moves their locations from year to year, but the rodeo should be taking place at the same place every year. Is that correct? That is correct. It will always take place in the same place every year. If work campers experience, have a great experience with us and they always want to come back, I will give them my contact information and, hey, it's coming up. Are you interested as well? So people who really like rodeos would have a great opportunity to come there and work and watch some of the activities and the events that are surrounding that. Yes, and if they really wanted to get the feeling and the vibes of just fun and just the camaraderie because so many people come from so many places to come to the Houston Rodeo. We have millions that come on the grounds just to go ahead and experience the rodeo. If it's the carnival that we have, if it's the cattle racing or just the concerts that we'll have as well. Concerts at a rodeo. That's a unique thing. Yes. That is what so, so in the stadium, we have the different rodeo activities. And then also at the end of that, there's always a concert. So it could be a country music artist. It could be a pop artist. Last year, we had a K-pop group come. So we have definitely a lot of different genres that come through the rodeo as well. Where can people get more information about this opportunity? For this opportunity, you can always go to Airmark Careers and you can type in Houston Rodeo. Or you can also reach out to myself, Megan Hippolyte, via phone. Phone number is going to be 832-206-5390. And we can definitely have a conversation. Once people fill out an application, how long does it take to normally get a hiring decision? Normally, it can take two to three business days or so. I try to reach out to everyone as soon as they fill out an application, have a conversation with them. So then we can go ahead and get the ball rolling. Because I know with work campers... They have, they want to fill up their calendars sometimes and they want to put in different gigs. I always want to make sure I capture them as quickly as possible. Since you folks don't have a campground for people to stay in and you're providing this wonderful stipend, do you at least have parking available for the work campers who have to drive into the location? So we do provide parking. Our parking is considered off-site for rodeo since the grounds is covered with food trucks, yeah. <laughs> all the rides. Cattle, horses. <laughs> we do have off-site parking. Also, for the work campers, we do have a list of work, uh, campsites that are near us. So they can always call to contact them. And if they want to go ahead and set up a reservation, they can. I also suggest to some camper, work campers 
that they can find any other campsites and they can always call me and say, hey, Megan, I found a campsite in Gallatin. Is this too far? And I can definitely let them know <laughs> how far it is or what type of drive it'll be. Thank you so much, Megan. I really appreciate the time and I hope a lot of people take advantage of this very unique opportunity to go and work at a rodeo and stick around and watch some great basketball. Thank you so much, Greg. I truly appreciate it. I appreciate Megan Hippolyte, one of Aramark's Human Resources Managers, for coming on the show today to talk about work camping opportunities at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, as well as the NCAA Final Four Basketball Playoffs. Aramark is a large company that employs 270,000 people in 19 countries around the world. Here in the United States, the company can often be found in sports and entertainment venues, as well as hospitals, convention centers, colleges, universities, and other workplaces. There are no special skills required for any of the jobs available in Houston this winter. However, having a great attitude and being willing to provide exceptional customer service will go a long way toward being offered one of the positions. Work campers need to be flexible because things can change quickly, especially with food and beverage jobs. If any training is required, Airmark will provide that free at the start of the assignment. People who are interested in any of the jobs can reach out to Megan directly at 832-206-5390 or through Aramark's website at careers.aramark.com. Simply describe the type of job you're interested in working, provide a few details about yourself and your work history. Be sure to include your contact information. Megan will schedule an interview to go over more details and job expectations. If it appears to be a mutually beneficial arrangement, she will send out an offer letter and schedule an orientation session in Houston. There is some flexibility as to when the jobs start, so Megan can discuss that with each applicant. Megan is hiring right now, so be sure to apply soon. You can even apply today by visiting careers.airmark.com. Today's episode was sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, WorkCamper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're interested in leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all we have for this week's show. Next time I'll be speaking with two lawyers from Texas who will provide some excellent information pertaining to what domicile state you can select as a work camper and full-time RVer. I'm sure you'll find that information very helpful, especially if you're just starting out or contemplating a full-time travel lifestyle. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thank you for listening, 